A few years ago, during the year of faith decreed by Pope Benedict, our parish was chosen by Bishop Lennon to be a, a pilgrimage site for those who wanted to receive an indulgence. So we had volunteers to greet pilgrims in the back all year. We had spe special pamphlets made up to tell people about all the symbolism in our building. We had a pilgrimage walk. I remember we started at St. Mary Parish, and then you walked to St. Bernard's, and then around to St. Vincent, and then we would end up here uh, to, for Mass and to receive the indulgence. And it was pretty cool. It was an exciting year. It was neat having so many Catholics drop by and visit or attend Mass and finding out more about our parish and our community here because I really love our parish. I really love our community. I love our neighborhood. And I love to be able to share it with people. And at times I wish something would happen here, like a Eucharistic miracle would occur or maybe a saint would appear and start giving locutions or something and that the church daily would be filled to overcapacity, people worshiping God and praying and being community. I remember when the tiny Orthodox church in Barberton allegedly had the Virgin Mary weeping on a painting and that she was appearing to and giving messages to somebody who worked there. And there would be lots of people coming and buses and whatnot. And I went to go see it myself a few times and it was always crowded with people, believers, and curiosity seekers. And then I would go to my own parish on the weekend, Sacred Heart in Barberton, and people would talk about it and debate about it. And Mrs. Bailey, I remember bringing out her rosary and saying it had turned to gold and rumors of miracles would circulate. And it was very intriguing. You know, of all places, in Barberton, this was happening, you know, and at the time we thought, well, maybe we're important too. And while all that was very cool to witness, having gone through that, when I think about it more deeply, I am not so sure that I want that to happen here at our parish, at least not on my wish. I want something superior for us. For what if, as has happened in other places, there was a Eucharistic miracle here, such that maybe the host started to bleed, or that maybe Mary would appear somewhere in the blue of our mosaic back here and giving messages to one of you. That may indeed bring many people into our church building, and maybe we would have to figure out where we would park buses and manage crowds, how we would manage crowds, and maybe we'd have to up our stores of wine and bread. And that might be great and all, at least for a spell, but why would that extra group of people be here? To see something novel? To be amazed? Something entertaining? And maybe that's a little bit unfair. There would be people genuinely here looking for something that would, it would bring them closer to God and maybe spark faith into action a little bit, maybe to be inspired. But think of it this way. Have you ever questioned why a person might like you? I am amazed sometimes at the people with whom I get to associate, you. 
or that people are kind to me or the doors that are open to me, seriously. And sometimes I wonder, is it really because it's me or is it because I'm a priest? I was just writing my sister this note this morning. Sometimes, especially on Wednesdays, if I'm heading out to the farm and I'm not dressed in my black and whites, you know, and I'm going to go walk the dogs out in the mud, I don't wear my clerics because clerics are far too expensive to wear for something like that. And I come across someone that I know and I go, hello, and they kind of look at you oddly. And then they go, oh, father, hi, and say hi, you know. Is it because I was a priest? Once again, maybe that's an unfair analogy, but people do wonder such things for different reasons. Do they like me because I'm rich or because I can get things for them? Do they like me because I'm their boss or I'm good looking or whatever? And if there were extra miraculous goings on around here, would there be buses of people here only because they love Jesus? or because they might see a miracle or some notable event or just because everybody else is going. But what if they were here just because they loved God enough? Today in the gospel about the presentation of the Lord, we hear the story about the prophet and the prophet is proclaiming wonderful things about God being present in the temple, Jesus revealing his identity and maybe you have a vision of people being interested and in going and being in awe of this child over Jesus. But you know what, really, I kind of doubt it. People are people. And Jesus appeared just as a baby, at least at that moment. What if someone were to come to you in this place right now? They came up from the back behind you and they whispered in your ear while you were trying to pay attention that there was a child in the back sent from God who's destined to be the rise and fall of many. I know I would say, oh, okay, thanks. I'll be sure to look into that later and go back to praying. But there was God in the temple, right? Though incredible things are happening at every mass, God's presence towards, uh, it tends to be toward the unassuming and the quiet, especially to the inattentive, and especially compare, as compared in today's shock and awe entertainment culture. Christ is present here in this church, holy and substantially, in the same way that he was present at his presentation in the temple. Body and blood, soul and divinity, on this altar, at this mass, in our tabernacle every day, on Tuesdays, in the monstrance for all of us to come and adore. How awesome it is to be a community that loves and seeks him out simply because he is, not because of a spectacle. That you are here today, not because we might witness an extra, extraordinary event or to be bedazzled or distracted or amused, rather than a relationship with Jesus who is present in the form of common bread and wine how much deeper and purer and stable your love is because of that. And so that has become more of my prayer for our parish, 
Not that we can lure souls to our sanctuary tomorrow by an exciting curiosity, but that we will grow in a sustainable relationship with Jesus, present to us in the gathering of this community, in the proclamation of his own words, and most substantially in the Eucharist, loving him for who he is, being present because he is, loving him who first loved us in our ordinariness.